You don't have no 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 care. You just rude. Come on, amen. Hallelujah. So I want us to read, amen. But I want us to look in the Amplified, amen, because I pulled up the Amplified, so I'm going to get the Amplified, amen. But let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, amen. Hallelujah. And so we need pretext. Hallelujah. So we can have proper context. Amen. So I don't want to jump through here. Amen. I don't know what these great women of God are going to come and say, but whatever they're going to say, amen, I'm going to get out the way so they can say what they want to say. Amen. 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 Let's start at verse 1. Anybody got 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1 in the Amplified? Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. You got to, you got the mind. <laughs> Amen. Start at verse 1, please, ma'am. However, brothers and sisters, I could not talk to you as to spiritual people, but only as to worldly people. Wait a second. He's talking to the church. How do you look at the saints in the face and say, use condo? My God. I got stuff I want to tell you, but you really can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. Come on. I want to tell you some things, but I know that you're not in a position to be able to handle what I got to say. So I got to tiptoe. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So I got to give you sugar. Because you can't handle the truth. Come on, really. That's what Paul says. Dominated by human nature. Listen, your flesh is running you. Come on. Mere infants. Ooh. In the new life in Christ. You thought you was grown in the spirit, but you really a baby. You still got on pampers. Come on, please. I fed you with milk. Not solid food. You thought this was you thought this was me. Mm. You don't know what it is until I tell you what it is. You thought this was me, but this was really milk because you couldn't handle me. That's what I'm saying. He's telling them off. Come on, read. For you were not yet able to receive it. <laughs> Come on. Even now you are still not ready. Help us read. You are still worldly. Jesus controlled by ordinary impulses, oh. the sinful capacity. Jesus name. For as long as there is jealousy and strife and discord among you, are you not unspiritual? You can't even get over the dumb stuff. Jesus. You talking about building for the future? Come on here, amen. But you can't get over the dumb stuff. And because you can't get over the dumb stuff, this is what's showing me where you at. Uh -huh. That's what Paul said. Yeah. We're going to get to the message. Don't, don't tighten up in here. Come on, hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, read the word. And are you not walking like ordinary men, unchanged by faith? Ooh. For when one of you says, I am a disciple of Paul. Who cares who you belong to? Read. And another, I am a disciple of Apollo. Right. Are you not proving yourselves unchanged, just ordinary people? Come on. What then is Apollos? And what is Paul? Uh-huh. Just servants through whom you believe in Christ. Listen, isn't this something because we live in an era of name dropping? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm a part of so-and-so yeah. is my overseer. Oh, and Paul is like, shut up. Who cares? <laughs> None of that matters. Well, how are you living? How are you walking? Come on, amen. And who are these men that you keep naming? Hallelujah. But ordinary men who drop seed in your life. 
Yes. Uh-huh. I planted, Apollos watered, but God all the while was causing the growth. Nobody but God. Come on. So neither is the one who plants nor the one who waters anything, but only God who cares causes the growth. Come on. He who plants and he who waters are one. We the same people. And can I tell you something? Just because you don't know my name, that don't mean that the seed that I drop ain't worth nothing. You think that's because you ain't a mega church. Or because you someplace where everybody know that that means that the water, the person is more oily. You don't be like, that, oh, that was oily. No, it's dry. Come on here. And we try to connect to people based on what clout they got. And here Paul saying, none of that don't matter. You can go to the first church or don't nobody know it. And as long as you got seed being dropped and God is bringing the increase, that's the only thing that matters. Come on, read the word. He who plants and he who waters are one in importance and esteem. Come on here. Working towards the same purpose. This here, somebody say, Jake, they got nothing on me. Come on, none of whoever whoever they following, they got who? Nada. Zilch, settle. Come on, read. But each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Come on. For we are God's fellow workers. Listen. His servants working together. Yes. You are God's cultivated field. Listen. His garden. Mm. His vineyard. God's building. According to the remarkable grace of God, which was given to me to prepare me for my task, like a skillful master builder. Hold on. I'm not a man that don't know what I'm doing. Come on here. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, you falling out about who's doing what. He said, but I need you to understand that I'm masterful in what I'm doing. Come on here. Hallelujah. You thought this was nothing, but this is, amen, you sitting in front of a master. Listen, y'all better know what you carry. Know that you Stop playing yourself small. Come on here. I got the same Jesus that they got. Come on here, somebody. Same anointing. Come on, amen. amen. He said, you did all of that. He said, but I'm going to tell you what I was doing. I'm skillful at this. Come on here, hallelujah. I was prepared for this. Hallelujah, amen. And I wasn't shabby in my building. He said, I'm a skillful architect and a master builder. So when you came this way, I knew what I was working with. My God, come on, Apostle. Know what you're working with. Listen to me. You better hear the word today. Hallelujah. I'm saying it, but I need you to say it for you. Come on, amen. I need you to say that for you. I need you to understand that it don't matter what house you're sitting in, it matters the seed that you're receiving. Is the builder masterful? Come on, amen. And Paul understood that what he was building was not for now. Because when we're building, Building is an ongoing process. So when you start looking at a foundation, it don't look like a building. I'm calling it a building, but it's just a foundation. Hallelujah. He said, I know what I'm building on. Come on, I need you to get to verse 11. What does it say? 
11. Well, finish 10. Sorry, finish 10. Like a skillful master builder, <laughs> Come on. laid a foundation, and now another is building on it. But each one must be careful how he builds. Listen to me. I know what I built. Now, you go over down the street, I don't know what they putting on there. Right. Hello? Uh -huh. So they got to be careful yeah. about what they put on that foundation. Listen. Can I tell you why? Because you can't build one foundation on top of another. You're going to have to tear down one to impart another. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. And when you're building for the future, right, and these builders come together, you look around, amen, because the spirit of expansion is upon us. So when you ride down the street, you see they got plugs in the ground. They got pipes coming up out the ground. They got construction trucks everywhere. Amen. And the workers, they blocking up traffic. Come on, amen. Hallelujah. And making preparation for what's to come. But here's the thing. They got to tear up what's in the way in order to put in place what they want to build. Because they got plans and their plans speak to the future. Hallelujah. When you go next door and you see all them boards up there, it don't look like nothing. Hallelujah. But God got a plan. Come on here. We building for the future. And Paul is trying to explain to them, he's using architectural language, but he's talking to them about their life. Yes. Come on, amen. He's talking about their place in God, and the first thing he starts dealing with is maturity. He starts dealing with the fact that you can only build as mature as you are. Yes. Because your maturity is going to speak to how you handle life. Yes. Your maturity is going to speak to how you pray. You can only pray for what you're mature enough to ask for. Listen to me. If I'm two years old and I'm trying to build a house, I don't know how to do that. So all I'm asking for is a bottle. Yes, come on. Come on here, somebody. I'm not asking for building materials. I'm not asking for contractors. I'm not asking for inspectors. I'm not asking for what's going to help me build what I need to build. I'm going to ask for what I've been conditioned and what I understand on my level to ask for. Somebody say, up, up, up. Come on, amen. This is why we got to grow up. This is why we got to grow up and grow up. Come on, here, somebody. Hallelujah. What you ask for is a sign of your maturity. Come on here, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your heart meditation is a sign of your growth or the lack thereof. What you fight for is a sign of your maturity or the lack thereof. Come on, anybody in the room? Hallelujah. What you desire and what you even chase after and choose is a sign of your maturity or the lack thereof. So this is what Paul is saying. He said, listen, I'm trying to tell you I'm trying to build something here, but I need you to deal with your state of your mind. I need you to deal with where you are because some people that sit in the midst of you, amen, their builders are going to go up, up, up. But unless you, amen, get off the bottle, unless you deal with your level of maturity, unless you deal with your childhood ways, you won't still be a foundation with no building on you. Somebody say we're building for the future. And every time you build, you face challenges. Come on here. Hallelujah. When you build, you face challenges. When you build, you hit impasses. When you build, the inspection inspector comes in and tells you, you can't do this. Yes. You got to take that down. Yes. This don't work. This is not compliant. Yes. Come on, on here. There are things in our life. And this is what Paul is saying in the first few verses. That there are some things in your life that are not compliant. My 
houses were coming. We didn't know the luxury apartments were coming. We didn't know the new housing areas were coming. Come on here. We didn't know that there were businesses that were eyeing that area and wanted to build there. They had the plans in the office. But the work hadn't started outside. And you got to start with a plan. I didn't even get to my notes. Save me today, Jesus. Listen to me, listen to me. When you are building for the future, I see what time it is. When you're building for the future, you're going to have challenges. But I also need you to understand that building presents opportunity. Somebody say opportunity. Listen, what is opportunity? Opportunity is a set of circumstances that makes it possible to do something. It's possible to put them houses there now because the road is ready. Come on here, the road now has the capacity to carry the traffic that's coming because of the houses that are there. And you don't understand why God is being so hard on you while he's trying to build you. He's trying to make it so that you have the capacity to handle the traffic in your life. Anybody hear the word? Come on here. Hallelujah. He's trying to build our capacity while he's
onto 275 so that it'll make easier access in Pasco County. I don't know all of God's heart for our county, but I know that God is making us ready. Yes. And if you're not ready for the influx, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be overwhelmed. Yes. Come on, amen. You're going to be out of breath. Hallelujah, you're going to be tired because you don't understand that God is trying to, amen, build on what's already here. Let's talk about this opportunity. An opportunity is a chance for advancement. It is when Kairos meets Kronos, when moments meet the clock, when the Spirit of God come down at the right time. Come on, amen. When what you've been praying for meets the answer. Listen, I'm ready for the answer. I'm ready for the answer. And this is what I love, is that sometimes we have our hearts set on building, and God shows us that your vision is too small for what I have. Somebody say, prove it. Prove it. Remember we was looking for that little corner? Yeah. Remember we was looking at that little corner? Meanwhile, I'm seeing us walk through the door to the building next door. But we still looking over there. We're walking around the front of the building, crossing over, praying, letting our feet touch the ground. And God is like, your vision is too small. And it's still ours. And still. And still. The foundation. And still. Because when he said campus, I received campus. That's it. If he said, I'm giving you a campus, I received campus. Because we got lives to change. Yes. And the ground is getting us ready for the future. Yes. That's what I need you to understand. That all of this right here, uh-huh. they doing that for us. Yeah, this is not going to cost us that time. You got to understand that God will send people in at the right time. Come on, the Bible, amen, says, amen. Hallelujah, ask and it shall be given. And I see it over and over and over again in the scripture. But God will raise up benefactors who will be able to carry Hallelujah, glory to God, and be able to present something that they don't have 
future. Yeah. Hallelujah. We want to be a man, a soul saving station. Yeah. We want to bring back what the what the what the Salvation Army started out as. Bring it back. I want you to go back and read the history of the Salvation Army. Amen. It wasn't a thrift store. It wasn't where you go buy used dishes. It was really the Salvation Army. It was the place where souls got saved and people got delivered and people got saved. Hallelujah. I believe in God that we're going to be in here praying and they're going to be coming back from getting a sandwich and the Holy Ghost is going to knock them out by the power of God. Hallelujah. Come on, can I, can I book it? The Bible says it does not yet appear what we shall be. But I know that when we see him, we're going to be like him. And can I tell you, you got to see him here before you see him in heaven. Come on, hallelujah. The world has got to see Jesus in us first before they see Jesus in the clouds. Are you ready to represent Jesus and not just represent Jesus? Are you ready to represent Jesus, are you ready, amen, to show them what a sure foundation looks like? Hallelujah. Are you ready to show them what the salvation army is supposed to look like? This is deeper than making money. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you got to understand. I just want to, I want to give you this one because I got a few minutes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus gave us instruction, right? And in his instruction, hallelujah, the scripture shows us that if we're going to build for the future, then that means that we got to switch our focus. That means you got to get your eyes out of this world. And that's what Paul was saying. He's like, look, you're too connected to this world. You're too caught up in this carnal stuff. You're too caught up in what's going on around you. You got to switch your values. Somebody say switch your values. You got to focus on the eternal. Focus on the spiritual. And get your eyes off the temporal. Get your eyes off the material. And get your eyes on Jesus. Come over here, somebody. You can't build on the future because the future's not here yet if your vision ain't right. My God. If you don't see it, you can't build it. Jesus. How many know that? You can walk on the plot of land and look like trash. Oh my Come on, amen. Oh my. And, and, and look, they went over there on Chauncey Road, right, and started building those houses where that swamp is at. When I look at it, I saw a swamp. I don't know what they did to try to show those houses. But I don't want to buy none of them houses. That's their business. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But they built up all those houses over there. Somebody looked at the swamp and saw housing. My God. Because they had vision. Jesus. Come on here. And when you have vision, you don't see what everybody else see. Yes. Come on here, somebody. When you have vision, you don't see all oh, that little church. Hallelujah. Uh, I see, amen, a soldier and yes. some armies. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
opportunity, but I don't want the challenge. You're not going to have opportunity without challenge. Come on, they go hand in hand. Come on, number two, when you read the parable of the rich fool in Luke chapter 12, Jesus is talking about accumulating wealth and possessions for personal gain. Hallelujah, without regard for God. You got to understand that it's all right for you to make your money, because I need to make some money too. Okay, hallelujah. Hallelujah, but that can't be your only focus. Come on, speak right now. That can't be your only focus. I'm trying to get this coin. I'm trying to get these dollars. I'm trying to get this money. I'm trying to get this. I'm trying. I'm chasing these dollars. Listen, you chasing the wrong stuff. Didn't I tell you that your maturity level is going to determine what you choose and what you chase? Come on here. That's good. It's going to determine what you choose and what you chase. You want to know if you're grown or not? What you chase? Hallelujah. Jesus urged us to learn to be rich toward God and invest in eternal treasure. Listen, we got to learn how to invest in eternal treasure. Yes. Running out of time, that clock is fighting me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. When you go to Matthew chapter 25, the parable of the ten virgins. Here we go. We talk about stuff being oily. You ain't got no oil. You didn't prepare for the future. And it's not just about having oil today. Do you got oil for the challenge of tomorrow? That's what caused the virgins to get shut out. They weren't prepared for the future. They were prepared for the moment. God ain't stunning your moment. He's thinking about your future. He's thinking about what he's building for tomorrow. The prayers that you are praying today are going to keep you during your challenges tomorrow. Yes. Hello? Hallelujah. Y'all here? Yes. God is preparing us. And when he's telling the story of the, the parable of the ten virgins, he's telling them about the bridegroom is coming. And we need to be reminded that the bridegroom is coming. Yes. We see that five were prepared with extra oil. You got me extra? I'm glad that you prayed to preach your service. But do you pray every day? Do you got some extra? Listen to me. I can pour into your cup. Amen. What belongs to me? Because I got to feed me with that. And what happens is we only do enough just for us. Yes. Come on. So then when somebody show up and they got to leave, we don't got nothing to pour in. Jesus. Thank you, Brother John. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on here, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Five were wise and five were not. What are we learning in this scripture? That we got to prepare for the future, not just spiritually, but practically. Can you put some practical, some practicality to what you know spiritually? You can't just be in here. All day long. Come on. But you don't know how to pay your light bill. Come on here. You don't know how to work through conflict. You don't know how to show up for work on time. Squirrel name. What's the squirrel name? 
And Sandy went over there into that little space with Sandy. And he thought it was cute. And he tried to hide it. He was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so drunk. <laughs> Come on. And he was trying to play it off. You know people be drunk. And trying to play it off. Sugar, we know you dry. You crumble it up. Ashy. Powdery. You're not oily. Powdery. I see the clock. Come on here, somebody. You don't know the day or the hour of your challenge or your opportunity. So you got to be ready. Can I say it again? You don't know the day or the hour of your challenge or your opportunity. So you got to be ready. You got to prepare for this because God has invested in you. What is he gonna get from his investment? What does he see? Nobody gets in the stock market and wants to lose their money. Nobody. Listen to me, friend, you checking that, that Robin Hood all the time. What it look like, what it look like. Come on here. And I'm looking for them green lines going up. Come on, hold the way up. Come on, up, up, up. I'm looking for them green lines. I'm watching that meter go up. I'm not looking for the red line. That's bad news. When God sees you, does he see the green line or the red line? What does his investment look like? He's investing in your future. And you got to be ready for your future. Come on, stand to your feet. The future requires focus. No crash. The future requires focus. And you got to change your values. Hallelujah. You got to shift your values from, from the natural to the eternal. Come on, come on. Amen. Because this temple has us. It has us. And we got to let go of this temporal world. We got to pray that God will give us strength to be able to stand in the spirit. So that whatever he's building in us, that he comes back and his investment doubles. Amen. Come on, amen. 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 This, is, this is a good season for real estate in the natural. Yes. Everything in the real estate world is doubling and tripling. Because the economy is dictating it. Hallelujah. You are God's real estate. Are you doubling in your value? Have you lost your value? Come on. Have you increased your value? And because of the economy that we live in, in the natural and in the spirit, it is calling for your economy. It is calling for your value to double. It is calling for you. Amen. So that when God looks at you, he knows. That he's made a good investment. And he doesn't want to have to look at us like he, like Paul did. And say, there's stuff I want to give to you. And I can't give it to you. Because you're not ready. I don't want us to just build for now. You need to have a plan. Don't just build for now. What's your house going to look like in 10 years? What's your house going to look like in five years? Come on. 
And when you don't care for what you're building, it becomes dilapidated. Come on, the mice start looking for a place to hide. Roaches. Come on, you got to clean up. Come on, amen. You got to clean up, you got to straighten up. Hallelujah. You got to be able to move all the debris out of the way. Somebody say, move it out of the way. Come on, because we built it. Come on, every head bowed, amen. Thank you, man. Every eye closed, let's pray. God, you're building us. You're building us. Not just the building next door, but you're building us. And so because you're building us, we don't want you to lose your investment. Your word have come to judge us today to see what our foundation looks like. You're checking your investments. What did we do with the investment? We don't want to be like that fool who all he thought about was natural things and wasn't able to sell out because his heart was in the natural realm. In the name of Jesus. Listen, if you're in here, amen. Hallelujah. If you just want us to touch and agree. And sometimes we just need to move out from where we are. Right? By, as an act of faith. We need to move out from where we are so that we can say, God, where I was, I'm not there no more. I want you to be able to get the return on this investment. Hallelujah. If you are determined to make sure that God gets what he has invested in you, and not just what he's invested, but a return on it. Hallelujah. So that the value increases. Come on, the altar is open. The altar is open. Let's touch and agree on today. Let's touch and agree concerning us building right. I'm going to build right. I want to be ready for my opportunities and my challenges. I don't want to just be ready for opportunity. We get happy about opportunity. I want to be ready for the challenges. Because it's the challenges that come against my foundation. It's the challenges that try to tell me that I can't do what God said. I can't build here. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. God, I want to be ready. I want to be ready, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I want to be ready. I want my foundation to be sure. And I want to, I want to watch how I build on what you have already built in me. Amen. Come on, go ahead and anoint them. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. That as we are building in the natural, you are building us in the spirit. Hallelujah. Father, even those that are watching, we are praying for those that are watching in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We declare strength to our foundation. That our foundation will be firm. That even as the winds blow, that we will be able to withstand. And that we not just build for today, we want to build for the future. Build us for the future, Lord God. Come on, I need you to let your heart reach out to the Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 God, we want oil for not just for today. 
for tomorrow. We need oil for next week. We need oil for what's up the road, oh God. Hallelujah. We need oil, Father, not just for us, but for those that are going to be walking down our road. We want to increase our capacity today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Everything that tries to pull his feet back down. 
for him. I just need you to let your heart reach for him. Hallelujah. We won't give up on this building. He's coming for his investment. <laughs> He's coming for his investment. Because he's invested much.
the challenges that you didn't talk about. God, because I know you're going to make it. So I know you're going to make the way. I know you're going to fix it. I know you're going to work it out.
he stepped He stepped into some things, but God there's a greater weight. How did that you want to place on his shoulders?
said it's a season of growth. Growth.
everything got that speech to be exploited. Hallelujah, we're just a great Hallelujah, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we root up self-doubt. We root up, oh God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, every plan of the enemy is trying to keep him standing. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree. Hallelujah, that broke, but it is ours. Over and over again. Rehearsing that cat time. 
waste of time. Do you hear me? You're not a waste of time. You are worth the time. And today is your day of complete and total liberty. Come on, somebody praise God. Complete and total liberty. You know, I just heard the Lord say, there's things that's going on in your body today because of how you feel in your heart. Because of things that have happened to you. And so you have things manifested in your body. Because you carry wounds in your heart. And so Father, we speak healing over her body right now. From the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. In the name of Jesus. Nothing can live here but health. Nothing can live here but wholeness. Nothing can live here Hallelujah, but complete healing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And if you be still, you will see God revamp your whole life. He will revamp your whole life. Revamp your whole life. Declare seasons of being taken advantage of over. Over. Sometimes you can't see the effects of words that were spoken, but I can just see words on you. Things that people have said. I don't even know who the people are, but I can see words that have been spoken. We speak healing. Stop rehearsing it. Stop playing those words over and over again. And believe what God says about you. That you are his beloved. He loves you. You're his favorite. You're his favorite. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus, 
We thank you right now for healing. In the name of Jesus, we don't accept their prognosis. We speak strength to this body, every muscle. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we bless you now, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you right now. And when she goes back to the doctor, that God, they'll begin to see lesions that were there have closed up. Hallelujah, we command, hallelujah, healing, fresh brain matter. In the name of Jesus, we declare that it is so. We stand on God boldly on your word. Will you say that healing is the children's bread? In the name of Jesus, we bind inflammation in this body. Hallelujah, every itis in this body. We bind it now. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah, that there's nothing too hard for you. We command her blood work to line up. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, everything from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet to line up with healing. Because you're healing Jesus. And we thank you. And Father, we don't accept anything less. We thank you for a good report. A healing report. We want it in writing. But we want it in writing. Overturn the prognosis. Overturn the diagnosis. Do it for your glory.
here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.